0: plushcare.com slash
1: on
2: today's wrestling news is CM Punk going to go to
1: WWE Bray Wyatt's latest message on Smackdown got a brand new AEW signing and a big old gimmick match has been revealed for Crown Jewel on SmackDown. We've got a few more things sprinkled in there as well.
2: Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? It's, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan and Salty Sea Dog to talk all things wrestling. But before, oh, before we get into it, that's the words. Uh, like the video, comment down below, click the timestamps in the description to go to different stories, all that good stuff. But CM Punk! Uh, you obviously have heard of him and everything that's happened since the brawl out, fallout thing, mm. whatever they're going to call it at the All Out press conference. Well, I'm just going to have a quick rundown of everything we know up to this point, And then there's a little bit of new news on top of that. So the first thing that's like the first official act, I guess, to come from the All Out press conference fallout is that a steel has been released. That's the first thing he's gone. He is out of the company. Uh, and then Meltzer released his Observer newsletter yesterday. Uh, saying that AEW and CM Punk are in talks about a buyout of his contract. Mm -hmm. Um, But there apparently is some kind of hold up to this because of a non-compete clause. Now Meltzer went on to say that this could be due to potential interest from uh, either Punk or WWE about a return to WWE. But when he was talking about it in the newsletter, it was all kind of speculation on his part as to sort of why there would be a holdup in regards to a non compete And it obviously makes sense. There's no other companies in the world probably that would pay Punk the kind of money that he'd be looking at for a big return. Um, So that's all kind of speculation. But then there was a new report from Fightful Select that has come out and they have been speaking to sources from WWE uh, and they said that speaking on, uh, on sort of background of the situation, um, that the Triple H regime is open to anything within reason for the right money, creative and situation. And I've got another quote from the report, which just says that Triple H wants to be a success and make compelling programming more than anything. CM Punk back in WWE is compelling programming, but I can't see it being a full-time deal like what he has in AEW because of the exact reason, because of exactly what happened in AEW. Mm. That's even if he has interest, if he gets a buyout, he may not need to work again. I mean, that last sentence is stupid. CM Punk never needs to work again ever because he's a rich man. Like, obviously, the buyout doesn't doesn't make a difference about that. Um, But it is interesting, very interesting, that the holdout in this contract... uh, is the fact that there's a buyout in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the non-compete clause, sorry. Um, That genuinely means that one of the parties, at least, is thinking that the other one is going to be going somewhere else and Mm -hmm. they need this to happen. They need to have this in place. Obviously, Punk's injured, so he couldn't go back to anywhere for quite a long time anyway. Um, So it's all kind of up in the air. What it doesn't look like is that Punk is going to be sticking around with AEW. It feels like they're definitely finding ways to... Um, releasing from his contract, whether that's something that he wants or whether that's something that Tony Khan wants. Nobody knows apart from those two at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's all up in the air and it's all very interesting.
1: Yeah, like you said, I think that's the the key takeaway. I mean, there's the, you can jump on the excitement of, oh, maybe he might be going to WWE then because of like what you're saying there, like compelling programming, he, he fits that bill. But I think that the key thing within all of this is it, it just doesn't look like AEW is a place for it for him anymore. Like that I think that's the big thing but on both of those stories the buy out obviously but then the fact that there's been these rumblings in the first place it just doesn't seem like I think for a time a lot of us were thinking, oh, maybe time will heal this wound, maybe the and maybe there is a chance, you don't know. That, like, again, the never saying never thing within wrestling just in general always always it always plays into these kind of situations. But it does feel like we're creeping towards that exit. Like it's creeping towards we're gonna get that announcement one day we'll wake up and go, oh, they have come to the like terms of release for CM Punk, and then what does the future hold? Then it... I don't think he'll go, personally. I, I can't see it. I, I think the, the damage there is done to such a degree that... He, I, I know it's a very different regime now, but he left wrestling for seven years because of yeah. the, the pain and everything that was caused from that company. His first promo for AEW was talking about how he was going to get sick and probably die if he stayed in that company. I, it's like it's been, There's been a lot that's gone on within the year since then, but I don't think that much has gone on. And like yeah. you said, this... So like, you've got
2: to, like, all of the... So, sorry, just so interrupted you so, completely, so but, like, so all of the, like,
1: recent comebacks and things have been,
2: like, sort of Triple H's boys and things, like, bring mm. back, that have been released under the Vince McMahon regime. CM Punk was never one of Triple H's boys. No. So he was, that That was... There never a real deep longing friendship there quite quite the opposite you could
1: say he literally turned him down he said I do not want to wrestle this man at Wrestlemania you want to wrestle me so I it basically boils down to which person does CM Punk
2: hate the least and does CM Punk even want to be involved in wrestling anymore he seemed perfectly happy for the seven years that he was out (laughs) yeah he did and And is he spiteful enough to make friends with Triple H again just to spite Tony Khan.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's oh. just open up a big old spike store. And I mean, he's known he's known for dipping into that spike pool every now and again. I don't know. It's intriguing. It's intriguing. We're gonna have plenty more videos like this, I'm sure, over yes, the next couple of months. Absolutely. So it's it's definitely something to keep an eye on. But something else else that is worth uh, keeping an eye on I'd say over the next couple of weeks months years let's see how it it unfolds is the Bray Wyatt scenario situation whatever you want to call it that is going down on Smackdown currently week to week to week because once again we got a promo from Bray Uh, he was backstage this time it it wasn't in front of the crowd and he was he was he was cutting his promo with music in the background I'm not sure if I'm into this it's like he kind of muffles over his voice at times and it's, it's quite hard to catch stuff but he was doing that and he was talking about how he didn't really get the chance to properly say what he wanted to say last week because he got cut off by the, the what appears to be Uncle Howdy, that weird mask and the vignette stuff. And he said that um, he's always had problems, always has, always probably will do this kind of thing. And last time his problems took him to a place that he probably shouldn't have come back from, but for whatever reason he did. And he was pretty much just saying like, how the fans brought him back from the brink. He said he, he didn't want to be around them, didn't want to be even connected to this universe and everything else, but the fans brought him back and he's thankful for that and he then said he went a bit went a bit odd towards the end, end of the promo it, feel like, it felt like something kind of switched in him, he said, um, he mentioned that he knows that the person that he, knows what this person wants, this person being Uncle Howdy, uh, who that person is and what they're trying to do but it won't work Wyatt's also confessed that he will do some very horrible things on this journey and he won't feel sorry for them this time and he closed out the promo by saying that he's just a servant now and he goes where the circle takes him and then he gives us a little cheeky wink and smirk so uh, we, it felt like we were going into these kind of weird cryptic waters with Wyatt again here I was like I don't really know what's going on but then just to make matters even more clear later on what appears to be Uncle Howdy this this Uncle Howdy character interrupted the announcers midway through some announcement I think for Crown Jewel for the big championship match and he started repeating a line saying lying to the ones you love and then the video included a QR code And this is where we're going now. We're going down this rabbit hole once more because this led to a psychological psychiatric evaluation for Wyatt. And the evaluation noted that Wyatt was recorded as having difficulty showing remorse or empathy slash conflict with social norms. And it also said he's got a history of disregarding or violating the rights of others. So very harrowing stuff there within this evaluation. A lot of the rest of it was redacted and covered up. Um, It did say that he refused to sign the sheet, so he didn't agree with the evaluation, is what that's hinting at. But then on top of this, we're going even further in, we're here now, we're committing. So the client ID of this translates to a phone number, which is 18552111333, so if you want to keep that in mind, go and ring that number if you're in America, I'm assuming. Because if you do, it includes a voice recording of a man whispering, oh no, not me, I never lost control. And then if that wasn't enough, okay, this clip, this vignette also had a shot of a man with a mustache and there's no real word on who that person is, but it's looking like it may be this Uncle Howdy person, and they literally said, Howdy. How to you, <laughs> Phil? <laughs> Thanks for that.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, it's just more Bray Wyatt nonsense. It's obviously yeah. going to keep on going for a long time before we get any answers yeah. about any of this. Uh, and I kind of like it, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I like that it's sort of different from the stuff he's done before. Uh, it's leaving a lot of questions. It's obviously being a ratings draw as well, judging by the SmackDown numbers from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all good stuff. And I like that they haven't given up on the sort of QR code stuff too, because mm. obviously that drew a lot of attention going into his return. Um, and was really, really successful as a kind of marketing tool for this. Uh, but um, it's kind of nice that they've not given up on that and they're no. still putting out Easter eggs for people to go and hunt and find. And I'm sure there's a hell of a lot more in there mm-hmm. uh, that people will uncover over the sort of next couple of days or something as people delve down into this nonsense and find little clues all over the place. So I'm kind of into this, to be yes. honest. I, I, have absolutely no idea how this will ever tie into actual wrestling. At Not a clue. Any point. <laughs> Not a clue. Uh, there's things about like the what the circle tells him to do. Is that gonna be some is that like hinting at a group of people or something? Like a, a family or a circle or something? It's Vince Who McMahon knows? and his
1: brass ring Phil. Come on, get with your program. What's <laughs> going on here? Who the hell knows about any of this, but
2: more questions is always good, so long as they do throw in a few answers along the way. Mm-hmm. So that you can keep on like oh this leads to this and then so you've got to be able to link things and actually make sense of stuff but also ask more questions so you can go deeper into it but my head my head hurts Phil that's, exactly. that's, that's all that's I'll say right now mean.
1: it's a good thing though
2: let us know in the comments what you think of Bray Wyatt's return it's all very intriguing uh, and obviously some people love Bray Wyatt massively some people not so much so let us know what you think down below but switching over to AEW for a second and a brand new signing and uh, this is just good news this is just <laughs> nice isn't Willow Nightingale is all elite, uh, obviously we've seen her quite a lot on AW sort of TV and Dark and uh, Elevation and things um, for a while but she's not actually been officially contracted to AW but it's all happened now. Uh, it technically happened on Rampage last night. She beat Layla Gray and then afterwards Tony Schiavone uh, announced it in the ring in a very lovely moment um, and then Tony can't put out the big graphic of uh, Willow Nightingale is all elite. It should be noted as well that kind of tying into all of this, she was supposed supposed to be going up against Penelope Ford on Rampage uh, but Penelope was pulled from that match due to an injury it's not known yet how bad that injury is or how long she'll be out for whether it's just a little thing or a big thing who knows at this point um, but we do want to say get well soon to Penelope Ford because yeah. um, she has been very unlucky with injuries and she is a great talent um, but yeah after the Willing Nightingale match um, after the that happened, sorry. Ford was replaced by Lady Gray, who's obviously one of the baddies. And then during the celebration, Jade Cargill came out to kind of crash the celebration and ruin everything for Willow Nightingale. God damn you. And then Nala Rose came on the big screen in a car with the stolen belt and drove off and Jade Cargill beat up a bunch of security guards. Um, but yeah, Willow Nightingale is all elite. Good news. I think it's really hard to just not really like Willow Nightingale. Yeah. It's just a ray of positivity on the TV.
1: Yeah, that's the big, the big takeaway there. A lot of stuff happened on Rampage with this division, but it's good because it, it's a lot of different plot lines and things to keep up with and it's attention on the division which is good which is what we want good yep. attention uh, again not really much more to add Willow Nightingale's awesome glad that she's all elite a good acquisition all around and now Absolutely. talking about I don't think it's quite as good, but we'll see. Uh, we t- we're talking about Crown Jewel because Crown Jewel's going to happen in not too long now. November 5th, Bonfire Night. Uh, what a time. What a time to be alive. Uh, and the program that just keeps on giving, I'm sure you'll agree, is Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. And Drew McIntyre was on SmackDown. And he said, oh, I got told off by the uh, people in the back and the upper management, all this kind of stuff. And uh, he got very like, odd and like I don't know down the lens here by the way thank you very Great much impression. I tried my best I'm an actor I'll tell you this yeah, um, yeah. So... <laughs> so yeah um, he said that and said okay they, <laughs> what, they we were see he was angry number
2: three or whatever it is
1: <laughs> coming soon to a television near you alright coming soon he did a thing Phil alright and my acting skills aside okay they're going to have a steel cage match. That's what they agreed on in this meeting. He said it was very uncomfortable. He had uncomfortable conversations, but at the end of this meeting, they said, oh you're a bad lad but you're getting a steel cage match in Saudi Arabia we've all been there we've all been in their meetings so that's going to happen been in their steel cages in Saudi Arabia it's the only there. way you can sort these things with the human resources you know you've got to sit there and it's always there it's always an option and uh, they're going to do that so now an update of that card is Logan Paul against Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal title said steel cage HR match uh, you got the Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley meaty mash of doom the OC versus Judgment Day and then another match that was announced on this uh, Smackdown was Braun Strowman versus Omos the monster versus the giant even though monsters apparently don't exist but giants do it's going to be big it is going to be big
2: there we go again I don't know how much more I've got to add to this Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns
1: weirdly looking forward to it don't know why I'm just fascinated by it (laughs) and stay tuned for more uncomfortable conversations in a steel cage there you go sorry <laughs> anyway let's move <laughs> on to your twitter questions to end the video why the hell not
2: uh so the first one comes from eddie zamory who says uh 2022 has been has well, wait, words let's read this again it's been uh, a strange 2022 as that sentence 2022 has, <laughs> has wild moments for pro wrestling what is your best and worst moment so far in 2022
1: I think my worst moment happened in this video, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my worst moment happens in most of our videos. <laughs> and best moment, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. Salty invading them. Apart from our news world, um, I'd say best... Oh, That Cody pop. I, re- I don't know why. I really like that Cody moment. I thought it was just one of those awesome things after it's been so long since we've seen a stadium properly erupt. A full stadium erupt and the the Cody yeah. reveal was epic, so that's my best. Um and then my worst uh, worst i mm, I'd say just for the fact that I was like, oh it's over now was the the punk thing. The the, the all-out yeah. thing just like oh this has gone out in a, a blaze of hell now. Ah oh. and it was it was just that, to the realization that it's it's done now it seems. It seems like it's it's yeah. over this this ride. So that one, yeah, that was my worst.
2: I'm kind of tempted to pick the All Out press conference as my best I know, worst that's what worst I mean.
1: of 2022,
2: because it was genuinely incredible in terms of the pure chaos that mm. came out of it. Uh, the moment, the sort of internet chatter, the amount uh, of videos we got out of it. <laughs> um, and just, yeah, just as a moment in wrestling, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. And just, it was it was mad to watch. Like mm-hmm. it just should never have happened. But at the same time, yeah, it, Hey, it should never have happened. It made AEW look really, 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 really bad. Uh, and it's ended the CM Punk reign, which no matter what you say about CM Punk and how it's ended, the year he spent in AEW was genuinely one of the best yeah. runs in wrestling history. Yeah. It was really, really great, uh, including one of the best like um, feuds ever with him and MJF. Um so, um, yeah, I'm tempted to have that as my best and worst. But, yeah, I don't think you can. You can't, like, that Cody moment. I was at Mania for it as well, which is mm. even better. So,
1: yeah. and That's the same Mania where Austin returned as well. And we've not like, even exactly, imagined it. Exactly, yeah. just Cody Rhodes
2: somehow overshadowing Austin's return to the ring is a pretty hell, <laughs> pretty yeah. 2022 moment. Yeah. Madness. it been a mad year. Mm. Bring it on. Still time. Still time 2022. <laughs> oh. Um Next question comes from Jacob, <laughs> Jacob Mendros, who says, Please assign all members of the What Culture Office dog breeds or cat if dog does not apply. If cat if dog does not apply, I like that bit.
1: Um, so I'm going to go
2: straight in there. I'm go on. Wilborn is just a big dumb Labrador. It's just,
1: it, just, it just is. He's just a super excitable, friendly yeah. Labrador. Exactly, in the best way. I think you're, the, I mean, this is pretty much a given, but you're Jack Russell. I mean, you are Salty, the, the, yeah. the human salty. incarnation of Salty.
2: Go here. Oh, when they say about owners looking like their dogs. There you go. There's my bold <laughs> there Persian is. cat. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to go for a staffy for uh, Simon Miller because he's oh, yeah. massive and looks well armed and like he's going to absolutely destroy you. But like deep down inside, they're just
1: really lovely dogs most of the time. I'm trying to think. Is there like a grumpy dog we could have for Sidgwick? Mm, it's I mean? going to be some kind of grumpy dog. Yeah, like some kind of... I'm trying to think like with not like with a droopy face I don't want to say he's got Sidra's not a droopy face he's got a mighty fine well placed face but do you know what I mean someone who just yeah. constantly looks like mm, I can't think what those dogs are like a, yeah. like a bloodhound or something just just kind of looks at you with that an old face. tired bloodhound. yeah he's done with your crap that kind of dog <laughs> that'd be a good uh, one. Yeah, that'd be good
2: Nicholas what's like the most Beautiful dog.
1: Oh he's poodle. <laughs> he's a poodle.
2: Poodle. Yeah, he's yeah, either a poodle, poodle. Or you know those like those big dogs that have the really, really long, straight hair that just kind yeah, of pants about yeah And, like, and it's, it's just luscious. Like, he's like
1: lassie. What are you? Um I think I am a French bulldog because if I sleep wrong, I die.
2: Yep, that'll do it. That's Let great. us know down in the comments below <laughs> what our culture personalities are as dogs. Uh, the next question isn't a question, but it's just a shout out to mm-hmm. Brennan, uh, who is getting married tomorrow and hey! would like a shout out. So, shout out to Brennan. Congratulations to Brennan and Brennan's
1: fiance.
2: maybe still at this time?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that probably. works. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool. And the last question comes from Jose A. Palomares, who says uh, Morning, you scrumptious legends. Yeah, that have been why I picked this question. How you? Uh, just <laughs> this week, uh, after seeing him on Impact, I have now become obsessed with a WCPW stroke defiant legend. Question is Do you believe in Joe Hendry?
1: I believe in Joe Hendry.
2: Yeah, I do. If you haven't seen these, uh i just wanted to give joe henry a shout out for his yeah. amazing work in impact um he's been doing some of the best little vignettes for his re- <laughs> for his debut in impact wrestling uh they are utterly ridiculous mm-hmm. they have a great song that is very very catchy if you don't if you know anything about joe henry he loves his entrance music songs mm-hmm. uh and he's just done one like back behind the scenes he's finally gonna have a match i think next week on impact um, so a massive shout out to Joe mm-hmm. Hendry and go check out the work he's doing on Impact because it is sensational.
1: It's just joyful good, good it's, stuff. It's everything that wrestling should be about—just, just, just fun. Just yeah. it, like just out of nowhere wackiness. Great stuff. If you haven't seen them, I don't want to give too much out no. of away about them because you've just got to see
2: it for the first time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just enjoy and then come back to the comment section and thank us because he's awesome.
2: Indeed, there it is, and that's is today's wrestling news thank you very much for joining us if you want you can follow us over on Twitter you can follow me at PhilMyChambers you can follow Gareth at GMorgan04
1: I got a frog in my door then
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can follow all of us at what Culture WWE. make sure you do subscribe to the channel and comment down below what you think of all of today's stories including CM Punk maybe possibly going back to WWE what you think of Bray Wyatt and What Culture people as dogs mm. let us know uh, and ups and downs for Rampage and Smackdown are on their way so they will be up later so wait for those to come out and go give them a watch and most importantly have yourselves a bloody good day
1: bye bye